0: Amen, amen. Uh, This morning, we'd like to invite your attention to St. John chapter number three. St. John chapter number three is where we want to invite your attention. Amen. We're thankful and grateful uh, for the Lord being in the midst and for those that are present to hear what God is having to say. St. John chapter number three, are we there? Amen, amen. It seems to be a familiar scripture, but it's not as familiar as we think it is. Amen, amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you now. We give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. We thank you, Lord God, for another opportunity, another um, privilege, Lord God, to be able to stand before your people. Now, Father God, we pray in Jesus' name that you will allow the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, that he will stretch out in me and he will deliver a word today, Lord God. And, Father God, we will, we will be able to catch on to what he is saying to us as believers, God. And, God, we thank you. We ask now, Lord God, that you allow me to decrease. Let none of me be shown, God. But God, I want all of you, all of you, all of you, Father, to be revealed in me. And, God, we will give you the praise. We will give you the glory. This we ask in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. St. John chapter number 3. Last week, we dealt with the afterlife, uh, dealing with the fact that we need to do whatever we're going to do right here on earth, because when we get to the next, next realm, uh, it won't be about uh, you know, marrying and giving in marriage and all that. So today, we're going to start with St. <coughs> John, chapter number three, and we've got some key points here and things that God has revealed, so we want to make sure we get them. Amen. Verse number 1 in chapter number 3 of the book of St. John. It says, there was a man of of significant The Pharisees named Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. We, our topic this morning that we want us to keep, uh, go away with or be carried away with or follow us from this place <laughs> is the procreative power of the believer the pro-creative power of the believer. A lot of times we as believers don't realize and understand the power that we have on the inside. And the reason being is because um, Satan has kept us blinded because he does not want us to see and know and understand that the power that the believer possesses. Now, in verse number one, it talks about a man. He's, he's of the, the, the group called the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees are considered separatists, or they're separate. But it also means to wound and scatter. Pharisees, it means to wound and scatter. They like to separate stuff, okay? But his name, Nicodemus, means victory among people. Victory among people. Now, he says, it's interesting interesting that he's a ruler, but he's also a blind ruler. (laughs) That's interesting to be... To be a ruler, and then you're a, bl- a blind ruler, amen? Now, in verse number two, it says, the same, talking about Nicodemus, uh, the one that's the, um, that has victory, victory uh, of the people, so he came to Jesus by what? Night. Now, when you look at the word Jesus, even though Jesus means Savior, it means deliverer, in First Corinthians also, um, in verse number 24, it says Christ is a power and the wisdom of God. So Jesus is the power and the wisdom of God. Now the Bible says that Nicodemus, who is uh, victorious among the people, even though he's connected with this group, he has his own individuality. And this is what I like about him. Because even though they wound and scattered the, the group that he was set in, yet he had his own individuality. Amen? So here now he says he comes to Jesus, to the, the power and wisdom of God. He comes by night. In other words, he didn't want nobody to know what he was doing. Uh, and that was a reason because the group he was hanging out with, that they, even though he was a part of them, he didn't believe like them. You know what I mean? They wounded and scattered, you know, but, but they didn't want to believe in Jesus. So here he says, then uh, it said, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, rabbi rabbi means teacher it means master he says we know that thou art a teacher come from god for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except god be with him now he, he's he's talking to jesus he's he's talking to the power and the wisdom of god he recognizes there's something about that power and that wisdom that no other man has So he wanted to to, to, to find out what's really going on. What is it about this man called Jesus that sets him apart from everybody else? And he wanted to know, but he couldn't know staying with the crowd. Amen? Sometimes we got to step away from the crowd. Amen? You have to step away from the crowd. Now watch how Jesus responds. Watch how he responds. Verse number 3 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, here we're going to break down some things and give us an understanding of some words. When we hear this word born again, immediately we and we take off and Oh, you got to be born again. You got to be born again. You know, you know how we witness. But do we really know what that word means in the, in, in the Greek? Because this New Testament is written in the Greek. Now, when we look at the word born, that word born there means to procreate. Okay? It means to procreate. The word again means from above. So our procreative power that we have, it comes from above. Now, isn't it not interesting that here it is, a ruler, had no clue, that, that, that he has this procreated power, and it comes from above, and this is how you bring things into existence. See, we have faith right here, uh, and the vision is there. The vision that God has through our faith, that's how we bring it into existence, into our everyday life. A lot of times we don't understand what we say. Well, I can't attain that. I, I don't understand how to get there. It takes our faith and you're pulling that vision, what you want to see or what you want manifested in your life from above. So it's by faith that happens. Now, he talks about without this procreative power from above, then he goes on to say, he says he cannot see. That's interesting. He cannot see. In other words, he cannot envision or he has a want of the vision or he does not have the power to see. He cannot see. If you don't have, uh, we do have it. If we don't know how to to bring it into our existence, we cannot see. We cannot envision what God has for us. Now, what is it that God has? He said He cannot see the what? The kingdom. Are we on verse number three? Everybody, verse number three. What He can't see is is the kingdom. You know how? I don't know about y'all, but there was a time when I was at church and all we used to talk about. The kingdom, we're going to take it by force. We're going to take it by force. We're going to take it by force. Something external. But that's not what Christ is talking about. See, we've got to understand where the kingdom is. The, the kingdom is not something external. And that's why so many believers miss it. And that's why they can't bring into existence the vision that's out there that God wants to bring into that now by faith. Because the kingdom is at, let's go to Luke chapter number 17. We're going to begin with verse number 20. And the word kingdom there means the foundation of power. Foundation of power. Kingdom. Now we're going to find out where this foundation of power is. Because there's so many defeated Christians today. That And the reason being is because they don't know where the foundation of power is. But the, it's in the book. And that's why, that's why oftentimes Satan... Does not like for us to read the Bible or study the Word of God. I don't know what y'all, but sometimes I get so sleepy when we come down to studying the Word. Amen. Because he knows if you ever find out or discover what's in the book, now he can forget it. Amen. You know because he won't be chasing us; we'll be chasing him. Amen. Amen. So let's look at Luke chapter number 17. We're talking about the procreative power of the believer. Verse number 20 and Luke chapter number 17 says. And when he was demanded of the what? The Pharisees. That I'm saying jokers again. Those that wounds and scatters. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Now look at verse number 21. 21 says, Neither shall they say, Lo is here or Lo is there. For behold, the kingdom of God is where? So you as a believer have a, uh, the foundation of the power on the inside of you. So why are you going to run out there? Hallelujah. We're going to take it back for us. We're going to get this kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. It's not out there. you got to take this right here by force. Amen. Because that's where the power is. See, the kingdom is in every one of you and me. Amen. Thank the Holy Spirit. He said, don't leave yourself out. Amen. The kingdom is on the inside of us. So we're looking for it to be external. It's not external. It's internal. That's why we have to begin to look on the inside because the power is on the inside of us. We as believers have to learn how to exercise the power, and you do it by faith. We think you've got to do something tangible to get it. No, you just got to believe God. It's by faith. All you're doing is, okay, God, you know, I, I see where I want to go. And I'm going to believe you. I'm going to believe that you're going to help me get where I'm going, what you've shown me, what you have envisioned, and what you have revealed to me. I I believe that, God. And then you just turn it loose and just keep on trusting God. Because, see, faith is here, but the vision is there. So you've got to learn how to bring that vision into our present-day state. And if we do it by faith. understanding, understanding that the kingdom is within us. So unless we have that procreative power from above, amen, talking about that spiritual birth, then we can't even see what's on the inside of us. Amen. So so when we think like, okay, I, I, I want to be like that person. I want to be like that person. I, I want to have what they have. Have we ever thought maybe you, we need to tap into what, where they have tapped into? Amen. Because some folk have tapped into some things, and you can look at them like, wow. But... When you discover it, what's going on, you find out that they just tapped into what's on the inside of them already. Amen. That's why you have to be careful who's speaking to your life and tell you where you are what you're not. Because the kingdom is on the inside. You've got power on the inside of you. I have power on the inside of me. Amen. So we get to understand that. That procreative power. Amen. And that's why God is very careful. He's, he gets upset sometimes. Because of the, 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 the sexual power, the, the power to create. Because it, it, it does some awesome things. Amen? Now, going back to St. John chapter number 3. Oh, I'm going a little bit too fast. Are we, are we okay? Amen, amen. Now, unless we have that procreative power from above, we can't even see the kingdom that's on the inside of us. That, that kingdom is a foundation of power. Now, looking at verse number 4. Now, watch how it's response. It's it's a common mankind response. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? He's a ruler, but he doesn't understand the spiritual birth. He's still he's still at that, that earthly birth, okay? He said, Except a man be born uh, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? having that procreative power. He's he's thinking earthly. Our mindset is too low. Uh, we, We have to elevate our minds to get to where Christ has already ordained for us to be. Amen? Now, Jesus says this, the power and wisdom of God says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, watch this, and he cannot do what? Enter. <laughs> into the kingdom of God. There's two things happening. Without having that procreative power from above, we can't see what's on the inside of us. The, the, the foundation of power. Secondly, there has to be a, uh, a washing of the word, born of the water and of the spirit. Now you can't enter in. Now, uh, you don't have to turn here. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 3, It says, God has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. It's written in the book. So everything that we need to know how to live this life, God has already given it to us according to his word. And not only that, but also how to live godly. I've heard people say, oh, it's so hard to live righteous. It's so hard to live holy. Well, it might be because we're trying to Straddle the fence. Amen. But that's the only difficulty that comes there. Amen. Because God's word says, through his devour, you see, this thing comes from God. You can't do it in your own power. No. It comes from God. God will help us the moment we come to the understanding that God, I want this, up, I want this. Then God says, I've given this to you. You've got this too also on the inside. He says, now you, you can't even enter into it. That this thing now is the spiritual birth. Here, Christ is talking about the spiritual birth, except a man be born of water, and with that water that's symbolic of the word, because you can go you can go down a dry devil and come up a wet one. I'm talking about baptism now. You know what I'm saying? We we feel like okay if I get baptized, I'm I'm, I'm good. No, you, you, that's an identification. I love what Jer- little Jerrell had spoke the other Sunday when we asked him why he wanted to be baptized. He said, I want to be one with, with the Lord. He said, I want to be one with Christ. And it's, it's an external sign, symbolic of showing we're one with Christ. So, but it's the word that we need that does the cleansing. It's the, it's the word. And it's through by the Spirit. Now, it says something, because uh, it, it, it gives it twofold. It talks about the water, it talks about the Spirit. But that word there, enter... It's very interesting. He said he cannot enter. Now, the word enter there means to cross the threshold or to gain access. Unless we've got the, the word and the spirit, we can't even cross the threshold or gain access to that kingdom on the inside of us. See how awesome powerful that is? First, you got to be able to see it. you got to have that procreative power. And then we, once you see it you have that procreative power, then in order to enter into it or to, to get that uh, cross over the threshold, you've got to have, be able to cross over the threshold once you see it. Some people get to the door and never go in. And the reason why is we're too afraid of the unknown rather than trusting God. Amen. A lot of times, I don't know about y'all, but as far as me, sometimes some things I don't do because I'm afraid that I'm going to fail at it. But I'm not trusting God. That means I'm trusting Brenda. Amen. But if I trust God, I'll walk into those places that's unknown, that God has already traveled, he's already been there, and if I go through there and something happens, he's right there anyway. So either way, it's a win-win situation. Amen. So we've got to make sure we're entering in. Don't be afraid to cross the threshold to what's on the inside of you. That's why God got so many gifts in the house. God has so many gifts in the body of Christ, but we're too afraid to operate in those gifts because we're afraid we gonna fail. Well, listen, they're our gifts, no way. They're God's. They're God's gifts. And so we've got to cross over into that place of unknown. Yeah, we've got to make sure these things are, are going to work itself out. We've got to trust God. Now, he says, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into that power or uh, foundational power on the inside. Now, let's look at... Ezekiel, yeah, Ezekiel chapter number 36, Ezekiel chapter number 36, now keep your place in St. John, Ezekiel chapter number 36. Ezekiel 36. Amen. Ezekiel chapter number 36, beginning with verse number 25. Are we there? Okay. We're talking about the procreative power of a believer. How many folk are believers in the house? Amen. You got some procreated power you can create. You have the power to create. Now, Ezekiel chapter number 36, beginning with verse number 25, gonna deal with this water verse 25 says then will i sprinkle clean water unto you and ye shall be clean see god has to do the cleansing god has to do the sprinkling. god God has to do that through his he does it through his word he said from all your what filthiness now we all got some mess right and nobody is exempt we all got some mess but we all serve a god that's willing if we're willing to sprinkle that cleansing water, that word, and then we will be clean. Amen? Because he says, uh, you shall be clean from all, not some of it, all of your filthiness, and from all of your idols will I cleanse you. See, we got some idols too. You think idols are nothing except things that we put before the Lord. Amen? You know, whether it be materialistic things, whether it be family members, whether it be spouses, whether it be our job, whether it be our money, woo, uh, these things can become idols, amen. We can put all that before God, you know, whether it's our jobs, whatever. Because when it gets to the point that, that we have little time for God and more time for everything else, everything else has just become an idol, amen. Everything else has become an idol, amen. He said, but he will cleanse us from all your idols Will I cleanse you. And verse 26 says this. This is how I, I so love God because uh, he says, A new heart also will I give you, and a, what? a new spirit will I do what put within you. See, he'll remove that old, that old nasty spirit we got on the inside. Because I don't know about y'all. I used to have a nasty spirit. You know? And the truth be known, y'all did too. Amen. We ain't been saved all our life. Now, come on now. Come on now. We have not been saved all our life and we had some nasty spirits, amen. I did, and I know I'm, I'm. y'all are part of mankind just like me, amen. So we all done had some mess, amen. We've all done had it, you know. But God was gracious enough not only to give us a new heart, but he also said, I'll give a new spirit what I put within you. Then he says, I will take. To take something means he got the, mm. you know, because sometimes we just don't want to give up, right? Like, so he had to take it, mm-hmm. He says, I will take away the, what kind of heart? That old hard heart. He says, I'm going to take away that old stony heart. I'll take away that old hard heart. heart. You know, he going to give us a new heart. He'll give us a new spirit. But then he said, I will take away that stony heart out of your will, your flesh. See, that, that stony heart, that hard heart, it's in your flesh. And, the, and word, the word there in the Hebrew, flesh means corrupt. It means to be defiled. So that, that old stony, corrupt heart, you know, that old defiled heart. He said, I'll, I'll take that away from you, and I'm going to give you a good, a good heart, a new spirit. He said, then I will give you a heart of flesh. Interesting. He's going to remove the stony heart, but then he's going to turn around, and he will give you a heart of flesh. In other words, a heart that will have that agape love that chair Deacon was talking about on Wednesday. You know, a heart that will love. Amen you know, we get, we, we get to the point where we'll say, um, you know, I'll I forgive him, but I, say, well, I don't love him. Well, let me tell you something. Love is not optional according to the word. Love is a command. Amen. The same way, what you said, lay down. I heard that word from somebody else, too. Amen. It's not optional. It's a, it, love is a command. So you can't tell me to love if you don't love. Amen. Amen. Love is a command for all of us. That's the only way we're going to see Jesus. Because, see, God is love. And, and to say that we love or don't love, that means we don't love. We don't have God on the inside because God is love. Amen. So he, said, he says, then he goes on, and he says, I'll give you a heart of flesh, a heart that will love, unconditional, thank you, Holy Spirit, the agape love, unconditional love. That's the kind he wants to put in there. You know how to even focus wrong with you. You just have to see him again, and if God hadn't worked on us before we see him again, we'll still have that stony heart, right? Come on now, Amen, Amen. We, 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 <laughs> you, uh, I'll give you an example. Give you a good example. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we was in this restaurant, Dr. Mel and I, and we had saw this individual, and we don't, we don't, we don't really, really know him, but we, they were crazy. And, and they, they were very friendly with Dr. Man. Dr. Man talked to him and all So I went over there to get my food. And when I we went over to get my food, uh, that individual come around by me and said, Bless you, baby, bless you. And, she, and you can tell what wasn't no spirit of love there at all. Amen. So one thing about my Holy Spirit, I, my Holy Spirit will allow me to read you. Amen. And, I, and when I went back to the table, I told Dr. Men I said, well, She wasn't too, too open to me. He said, She was fine with me. I never done anything to the lady. But praise be to God, amen. It was Dr. Manning that, well, anyway, anyway, he, he, he kind of he, he preached a hard word somewhere, you know. And when he preached that hard word somewhere, you know, I happened to be there because I was the wife, you know. And, 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 and the people were just cheering on him on. And all of a sudden, she had her hand behind her back and cheered ran back. And she was hot. And I told Dr. Manning, I said, you'll never get here again. And he didn't. Mm. <laughs> and he didn't. He did not. He did not. Amen. He, he never got an invite anymore. Amen. Put it. Put it plain. Amen. Put it to you that way, because well, he brought a strong word now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Now, verse 27 in the book of Ezekiel says, "And I will put my spirit within you." Watch this. When when that spiritual birth takes place, the one that uh, uh, where you you crossed over the threshold or you gain access to. Now, verse 27 says, "And I will put my spirit." within you, and do what? What's that? Calls, calls you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments, and, what, and do what? And do them. See, that's what happens with, with the transformation of the new birth. That's why he's always talking about having a renewing of your mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. The new birth is a transformation. Amen? So we want to be able to use that procreative power that we, God has given us so we can tap into this foundation of power. Amen? Now, going back to, to St. John, chapter number 3. We'll go back there. We're almost done. We're talking about this procreative power. Amen? Now, Nicodemus, who is among the people, now he's, he, he, he's shrewd now. He knew how to get away from the crowd in order to get to Jesus. Amen? But he knew there's some things you can't tell everybody because they want to stop it. And so what Nicodemus did, he went by night. He didn't take nobody with him now. You know, he wasn't stupid because he knew how that religious sect believed. He knew how the Pharisees believed. See, he was a part of that group, but he hasn't had an individuality because now he won't know about Jesus Christ. Now, then he said, except a man to be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh, okay, is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. It, it takes your mind back to Abraham when he had... Uh, he talked about the sons, and, and uh, there he, he 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 has one uh, uh, because he couldn't wait on God. You know, he, he has a son by the flesh, but God had already promised him another son, but he couldn't wait on that spiritual son. So we had to be careful what we birth. I hear you, Holy Spirit. We had to be careful what we birth because we can birth an Ismail, we, we, that thing of the flesh. You know what I'm saying? We can birth a fleshly son. Amen. So we have to be very careful and wait on God. So when we wait on God, we will birth the right thing. Amen? And it will come up with the right spirit. Amen? All right. Now, going back, it says, um, verse number 6, it says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is, is the spirit. Verse 7 says, then Jesus says this to Nicodemus because he's, he's a victorious among the people because he wanted to know truth. He says, marvel not that I say unto you don't be surprised don't, 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 don't be at a place of shock he said don't marvel at this that I say unto you ye what's the next word must it's not optional in order to see the kingdom of God on the inside you know that God has already said in Luke 17 that, that the kingdom of God is within you he says you got to have that procreative power that comes from above that's why we uh, oftentimes we live uh, Christians live defeated lives and they won't stand for nothing they don't know how to activate the, that procreated power it comes from above, from above it doesn't come from the earth see from the earth you know it, it's just dust it's rubbish it's going back but we want that power that comes from above now our last scripture let's go to job chapter number 14 this is going to be our last scripture job chapter number 14 that's the last one job 14. Amen. Yeah, this is the last thing. Job, chapter number fourteen. Amen. Because we're talking about that procreative power, and uh, for that every believer has. Uh, but we have to understand it does not come from the flesh. That a spiritual transformation has to come. That has to be a spiritual birth. That's why Nicodemus, even though he was, it means victory among the people, he missed it. He was still thinking earthly. That's why God tells us to set our minds on things above and not on the earth. Because, see, we got to get that spiritual understanding. That, that's the power we want. Now, Job chapter number 14, looking at verse number 4, because we're talking about that flesh, okay? Job 14, verse number 4. It says, who can bring a what? A clean thing out of a what? Unclean thing. Now, the flesh definitely is not clean. So you can't bring nothing clean out of the flesh. Can't, you can't do that. It says, who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? The flesh is unclean, so therefore you can't bring nothing clean out of the flesh. So there has to be a spiritual birth, a spiritual transformation. If you're walking away, if you're going to leave anything today, that you're going to be able to capture anything today, we want to make sure we capture and what we leave with is that we have procreative power. Every believer has a foundation of power on the inside. Never think that you cannot accomplish anything. And the reason why is you've got the power on the inside of you. It's not on the outside. Nobody else can give you that. The only person that can give you that is Jesus Christ himself. And then when you turn and look on the inside, because that's how you see. Okay, I got it now, Lord. But you cannot have it for years. All of a sudden the light can come on just like that. And then you can say, oh, okay, I got it now. I see. I see the vision. I see what God wants me to go. I see what God wants me to do. I see that I can be all that God has ordained me to be. Amen? So you've got to see it first. If you don't envision that you can make it, you'll never make it. If you don't envision that I can make it on this Christian journey, I can walk with God, I can live holy, then you'll never live holy. You'll never live a righteous life. But you've got to see it. You've got to envision it. Yeah, I can. Why? God says that I can. And you know what? Whose report are we going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Amen? He said, you can do it. He said, cross over. He said, enter into the kingdom. Enter into what's on the inside of you. Y'all, oh, Holy Spirit, I hear you. You got so much stuff in you. I don't mean bad stuff. I mean kingdom stuff. You got so much kingdom stuff on the inside of you. That's why the devil don't want you to see or enter in. See, a lot of folks can see, got in but they never make it to the vision. They never, they never use their faith to pull that vision in. Amen. You've got to pull that thing in. You see, once you pull it in and say, okay, good, I got it, all of a sudden you start stepping. Start stepping. Because now you, you're going to cross over the threshold. You just gained access because now you see what God sees. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen. See, you have to do it quick. Amen. See, so if you don't follow along, you miss something. Amen. And so I think and praise God. Hallelujah. Because I can see y'all.